and welcome to Wildfire. I am Melanie, your host, boldly sharing my heart through my voice with you. May you find introspections from my words to help you on your journey of self-discovery and speaking your own truth, so that we as a collective may benefit from you, the individual. The sun is finally shining, so I am sitting outside enjoying it. So you're going to hear those bees, some cars and motorcycles, some birds, and maybe you can hear that river. I've also been sick, so I really hope that I don't cough in the microphone. Um, Episode 8. I've known about faith my whole life. I've known it's our duty to have faith. I know that when times get hard, we lean on faith. I know that we are supposed to feel better in hard times if we have faith. The definition of faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something, strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. So as we expand our um, awareness and elevate our understandings, I'm sure that y'all know that we can drop the doctrines of a religion part um, when it comes to faith. And it says strong belief in God. So whatever that means to you, whatever goddess, you know, whatever, jaw, whatever that means to you, you just put that in there. We all need to have a concept of faith in order to get through this life. I grew up Christian, so I have a couple of um, stories I want to talk about from the Bible, which, you know, I've lost and found and lost and found and lost and found my faith over time. I don't claim Christianity, I just, I know it, and I know that um, the older I get, the more that I cannot be so much in a box about faith and religion. This is just my upbringing and what I understand, so just follow along with me if you can, and if it means something to you, great, and if you turn it into whatever works for you, even better. Um, Alright, so Hebrews 11.1 says... Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. I'm going to repeat it. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. We all have our times throughout the years to have the opportunity to lose faith. We all have been in the dark alleys of humanity. We all have sat drowning in our sorrows at some point asking if there is a bigger picture, asking if someone has our back. Something watching out there, someone watching out for us, rooting for us. Um, when I was younger, I'd ask why. I've been in some dark places, and I've not seen that that was part of my growth. And at the time, I think that the layers of the heartache, grief, anger, multiplied because I wasn't aware of that growth, and I beat myself up even more for being so sad and confused. But I know now that through the darkness, some of the biggest opportunities for miracles and growth happen. And I'm clinging to this. I'm clinging to this statement right now because I'm saying this as I'm really going through it right now. I am not ready to say the details. I'm sure I will once I get past it and find my lessons in it. But I am in the thick of it. once one thing happened a few weeks ago five more rough things lined up for their names to be called friends and strangers 
The season I am recently in is hard for me. Again, my life has been upheaved and I am confused. The season should not have me getting up to continue my daily routine. The season should have me wallowing. I deserve that. I deserve the pity right now. But now is when I know I need to show up even more intentionally. Write down even more details in my gratitude journal. Make sure I still do my stretches and workouts. Make sure I call the friend to stay accountable. Make sure I stay away from the processed sugars. Now isn't the time to make excuses to fall away from the things I've worked hard for. Now is the time to make sure I one-up my own game. My kids deserve it. I deserve it. I'd probably be even more of a hot mess if it were just me. I mean, they definitely (laughs) make the daily things a lot harder, but they are my biggest reminder to have fun, to accept it the way it is. I'm sitting in the warmth of the sunshine at this really cool place surrounded by red rocks. I'm close to the magnificent Pikes Peak. I'm still waiting for the snow trail that I can see from here to melt off the steps straight up over Manitou. If you know, you know. There are families getting out of their cars, getting outside on this Sunday to hike around our beautiful home. Colorado has always been so cool with the granola-loving hikers who wear shorts and tank tops with snow still on the ground. I see the beauty still. I have the gratitude still but I can see where people lose faith. I can see where going through the fire can be too terrible to have hope. I can see where someone banishing you to hard times could have you asking, why try? Faith in what? Does anyone remember learning about the story of the three men who defied the king of Babylon? They refused to worship his golden statue. When the king brought them to him to explain themselves, They simply said, either our God will save us from the fire we know you're going to throw us in, or we will die. But know that if we die because we, if we die, it's because we refuse to bow to anything other than our God. Basically, just because you said it doesn't mean we have to follow it and we're willing to die for it. And so obviously, like any man in power who is defied, The king torched that furnace up seven times hotter than before. The soldiers who threw those men into the furnace were singed and died. But the three men were joined by another and came out of the furnace without a burnt hair, still in in their clothes. The king was in such shock that he declared their God, everyone's God, and promoted the men. It's a wild story. The Bible's parables aren't all that subtle, but it's one of the ones that refers to how strong faith should be. Your faith and your convictions should be so strong you'd be willing to walk through the fire. I have the faith that we will be taken care of. These hard times aren't forever. Good things will come again and go again and come again and go again. The more I learn about spirituality, almost even especially outside the realms of religious doctrines, the more comforts I feel in the hard times. Do you remember in a few... um, A few episodes ago, I explained a journey I took. If I didn't keep my heart and my mind open towards new experiences, I wouldn't have known what pure bliss feels like. And on days like today, when damn it, I could use a good thing, I can think back to that feeling I was blessed to have, knowing it is possible to feel fully cared for, 
fully in alignment and fully happy. One year, I got a tattoo on the front of my body. I don't remember really thinking about why I put it there for everyone to see if I were wearing the right shirt, but I look back and feel like something else just guided me to that decision. And since then, it is a constant reminder for this story. The quote for the scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14, I got tattooed near my collarbone is, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord and bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. When people ask me what my tattoo is, I usually just refer to the first sentence. It's one that is light, positive, and good, even if you are not spiritual. They smile and say how nice it is, but I know the rest. I know. Well, in time, I noticed people get weird when you talk about prayer, though prayer can come in so many forms. But... There is such a dark and hard lesson to these verses. I don't remember why exactly. I wanted to make sure the scripture went all the way to 14. But what I know now, sitting where I am today, thinking about the full story, I need this lesson. So, according to history in the Bible, the Israelites were punished by God by being exiled from their homeland. They disobeyed him. The first sentence, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future, come from the prophet Jeremiah. He stood up to a false prophet who was telling the Israelites that God will let them back into their land in two years. Jeremiah knew a different promise. He didn't want the people to have false hope. He wanted them to have hope, but not as a lie. In verse 10, before 11 through 14, obviously, <laughs> Before all the positive stuff, he says, after 70 years of, are completed in Babylon. The entire generation who was banned into exile would never see their homeland again. They had to live with their mistakes. They had to walk through the hardships of living in a land they did not love. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. This could come in so many different ways. If you are not into this kind of faith, it could mean just sitting in a field, feeling the breeze, taking a minute to be silent with an open heart. It could mean showing up to that hour and a half of sweaty asanas each morning. It could be writing gratitudes in the dark hours of the morning before the chaos the sunrise brings. I will be found by you. I will bring you back from captivity. This one. This one is for me. You have to be the one to seek it. You have to be Frodo climbing Mordor. You have to do the hard work to find the strength to make it past captivity. It's not in our timing either. In this story, there's a set amount of time, 70 years. How daunting. But we don't know the timing of our lessons. We don't know the length of sitting in the darkness. So the lesson in this scripture is to have faith and live in having faith for the future. Live your life to your fullest, even in Babylon. Live your life with intention, growing up the next generation with love and wisdom, because they will reap those rewards while we may not. 
We may die in Babylon. We may die at the consequences of our choices. So we have to have faith that the promise of a better land, better politics, better finances, better relationships, better health will prevail. In the story, there is punishment, consequences, banishment, darkness, perseverance, hope, faith, and redemption, spanning over a lifetime. This is me now. For I walk by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5.7 I got faith tattooed on my foot a few years after high school, after walking through some really dark stuff. Even when my definition of spirituality changes, or rather expands, I've always known that faith is something I can lean on and need to be intentional with. It will be taken from me, and I will work for it back. And as the years go on, the hardships become more real, but the reminder to have faith comes much sooner. The softer my heart becomes in the hard times. When my charts were read by a genius friend last year, he took a deep breath and said something like, you were meant for a hard life. This one isn't gonna be easy for you. It's going to be hard financially, in relationships, as a mother. Mel, you've got it cut out for you. But what I also see is the saving grace to it all is to remember to have fun. Make sure you bring fun to all aspects of your life and you'll be just fine. I was telling my dad this the other day and he said he should tell me a dream he recently had about me. He opened the door to a room I was sitting in on the floor, not facing him, unpacking a suitcase. I looked back at him, crying. He said I didn't say anything, but he knew I wasn't crying about the immediate situation I was in, but that I was crying about it all, that I was so sad about all the hard times, even about all the hardships going in going on in the world. He said he woke so heavy. He wouldn't have shared this heaviness with me if I hadn't told him about what my stars have aligned for my life. I have so much more darkness to walk through. Once I get through the shit storm I am walking through now, even with the growing I will inevitably do, there will be another bout of banishment. Life is suffering. As my good old friend, Jordan Peterson, oh yeah, and the Buddha says, We will go through the cycles of it endlessly. So we must have faith. Faith isn't avoiding the hard times. Faith doesn't mean you've made enough money or did the marriage, house, and kids in the right order. It doesn't mean you have your anger controlled. It doesn't mean your blended family gets along. It doesn't mean you show up to church and sit in the same row every Sunday. It doesn't mean you have all the right answers. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith should be the tug to keep working hard. Faith should fuel hope. Faith should be the willingness to walk through the fire. Faith should be the reminder to play. If you guys want to connect with me on social media, I have a couple pages I manage. My personal one is melbug2, the number two. If you're interested in plant-based food and the ways I balance and keep up with being in the kitchen or when we go out to eat, come follow me at 
an herbal perspective. Three words. Plus, you get to see a bunch of pics of my cute kids. And of course, follow my page, Wildfire Podcast, for updates and discussions. See you over there. If you guys like my podcast and would like to hear more, please subscribe. Maybe leave a few of your own words in the comments and share with a friend. Thank you and see you next week.